Welcome. We are a mother-daughter podcast about all things surrogacy. Together, we have brought eight beautiful babies into this world, and we would like to share our knowledge of surrogacy with those who want to educate themselves on the topic. This is Stop, Sit, Surrogate. Welcome to Stop, Sit, Surrogate, episode number six, with Kennedy, my daughter, and myself, Ellen. Come on. Today, we're going to be talking about Kennedy's first surrogate journey. We talked about mine on the last one, so this is probably going to be a different perspective because mine was over 20 years ago, and I think Kennedy's first one was about four years ago, maybe three. Yeah, four. There you go. So I think we're going to dive right into it with Kennedy starting on how she maybe met your couple. Yeah. Well, I mean, how I found the agency, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I started looking in the, at the end of 2016. So my son wasn't even a year old yet. And so I started looking just on Google, um, trying to find the, the higher rated, the four or five star agencies with, you know, over 300 reviews or something like that. And I found a couple, but, um, was, was the rating to you a big selling point? Yes. Because, well, because if people are going to take the time to give their thoughts on an agency, I want to know what they have to say. So I didn't just read the positive because, you know, when you click on the four star, five star things, it's always, oh, this place is great and blah, blah, blah. Like it's the first four or five. So if you go down to the bottom, you're going to get the, this is why I didn't like this place, blah, blah, blah. And I only found a couple three stars and it was just like, just basic things to not like basically, but nothing that that was strong enough to deter me from going with the agency that I chose. So, yeah. Cause when I, I just really was no reviews, was no stars, was no. So it was a leap of faith. Yeah. (laughs) Just a leap of faith. Yeah. Okay. Continue on. No. Yeah. But that's well, right. And that's crazy. So it's, it's nice to know that, you know, there were other people who have already gone through the agency and they gave their perspectives on it. Cause then I kind of had a taste of what I was possibly getting into, Um, so yeah, after that, I chose two surrogate agencies to apply to, and one of them was super quick, super on it. And so I obviously went with that one because I was a first time surrogate and I was like, well, if you're getting the ball rolling, I want to get the ball rolling. So I actually started looking in November of 2016 and I, ended up doing all my paperwork and my medical screening and everything like that. And I was good to go. And I actually matched January of 2017. So it was very, very quick, which was nice. But um, how that happened was after I submitted, oh, hey, this is me. I do I have the qualifications, blah, blah, blah. I had to get a psych evaluation prior to going forward. And then I had to get my medical clearance. And then I had to get another psych evaluation. And then right before I matched, I had to get another psych evaluation. So I had three. I had three with my first agency. One with 
I had them with two different psychiatrists. So that was very interesting. And it was like, one of them was like a, she was on there on the screen. We were like zooming or Skyping or whatever. And I was also taking a test that was like two hours. And that was my first psych evaluation. So instead of like doing it by hand, filling it out on paper, like, would you, you know, I think the example you gave was like, how have you ever wanted to drive off a cliff or something like that? Mine was all with that chick watching me answer these questions. So it was very weird. I had one psych eval with all, with each of the places I went with. And it was the, I think it's called the Beck inventory. I'm not quite sure if that's the right name, but it was the, um, all the papers and you just flipped through and, and, and it was just all those types of questions. And then I just sat down with somebody for like a half an hour and talked to them and they just said if I was sane or not. So big difference there. Yeah. Well, and I mean, this, this is just my first agency that I went with. I've been with two agencies. My second agency was not like that at all. So I don't know what their purpose was behind it, but I mean, they had enough ratings for me to want to go work with them. So went through all that. I then they, they worked with a lot of people from like Asia. So a lot of them didn't speak English and they kept trying to match me with a couple that didn't speak English. And I just kept saying, I want to be able to have a conversation with my couple without you interfering or having to have a translator every single time. I just want it to be like kind of flowing. I didn't know when I had signed up that they were strictly Asia. International, right? Yeah. yeah. But just, but just Chinese, China. Asian, like everybody right over. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Okay. And so they, how they did it was they sent me a couple. They're like, here's this, here's a heterosexual couple. And they only speak Chinese. And I was like, no, <laughs> that's not at all what I said. And they were like, well, what did you want? And I was like, oh my gosh, I want a gay man or I want a gay male couple. And I want them to speak English or I want one of them to speak English. It's all I want. So they were like, oh, well, we have one. And I was like, oh, you have one. Like you have, okay, sure. Let's do it. And so they were like, okay, well, next week we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have you guys zoom and blah, blah, blah. And so we, well, we went on this, something called WeChat, which if anybody has done international, you'll know what WeChat is, but it's basically how you can talk to people internationally um, rather than on your texting. Is it, is it kind of like, not, not quite listed Facebook, but it's kind of like the international well, how you, so how one of my, so how one of the dads in that couple, um, my first couple explains it is that's the Facebook of China. That's yeah. what he said to me. Yeah. That's what I thought he said. Yeah. So I mean, it. yeah, it's, it's a bit interesting, but it's fine. I still don't understand how it works, <laughs> but I use it to talk to them to this day. But, um, so, uh, when, when we m- met virtually, it was me one guy, uh, his coordinator and my coordinator. So it was just four of us. When you say one guy, you mean like one intended parent? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So yeah. So when, like when gotcha. we met, it was just one intended parent. Gotcha. And, um, as soon as we got, well, you know, the conversation was great. I remember I had my kid that night and he was supposed to be being watched by, um, somebody else, but didn't happen. And so, um, 
so he made an entrance in the video and you know the intended father thought that was so sweet and I was like oh my gosh like (laughs) I was just trying to be like professional about it and it was really great and we hit it off and immediately we texted and said okay we like each other like let's match and we were matched the next day and you know and then we kind of went on I kind of it's kind of all a little bit of a blur because it went so so fast because he didn't have no he did he had um an egg donor but he was doing a fresh cycle so um and she had only given off she only had one no she didn't do a fresh cycle she had done a fresh this is why I got confused she had done a fresh cycle in the past but nothing nothing worked and so then she did this and she had one embryo that was that any like that the fertility doctor was like yeah that's gonna be it one just one that's it nothing else (laughs) she was an older egg donor correct no you you came to find that out later I thought was she yeah yeah yes 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 she was she was in her late 30s yes yeah she was in her late I think she was like 34 or something and so I don't know but so they weren't, she wasn't donating any more eggs again. So he was kind of just like, well, I literally am putting my only egg in the basket and we're going to see if it takes. And we had a transfer on March. Oh my gosh. Like March 28th. And so, and it took, thank, thank goodness it took. And, uh, Yeah. And so I actually didn't meet him in person until I was about six months pregnant. And by that time he had been seeing someone and he said, look, I'm now going to have a baby. And do you want to be a part of it? And so they ended up getting engaged and I met them in person. They both came to California. And the first time I met them was at a, like a sonogram, sonogram, I call it a sonogram video theater because it was like this giant place where um, it was outside of the doctor's office and it was really cool. And it was like a giant movie theater. And I was just over in the corner and they got to see their baby. And, you know, so it was, it was a really sweet moment um, for them. And I remember I took my mom because I was like I don't want to meet these people by myself like this I don't know how that's gonna go but um they were the sweetest people in the entire universe and then uh they wanted to take us to lunch and my sister was watching my son they're like well let's go pick her up let's go pick the kid up like let's all go to lunch and I was like okay (laughs) and it was super cute I remember um not the original intended dad but the the other one that he got engaged to was like we were saying, well, did you want to know where you want to go to lunch? Olive Garden. We were thinking the Olive Garden. And we were like, oh, you know what the Olive Garden is? And I think they had done research and it was like kind of American fair and Italian and they kind of right. liked Italian. And so we were like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so because funny. so one of them is Chinese and one of them is English because um, he's from England. And um, the, the Chinese one, he just, he was very picky. <laughs> And the English one was like, I can get him to eat Italian. He'll eat something there, like a salad. He'll be fine. But I love Italian and we never get to get Italian. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so they were, they were very fun. And then um, they, the mall was right next to Olive Garden. So they were like, okay, um, 
well, we're just going to go there and then we'll just Uber back. And I was like, and we were like, no, no, no. Like, we'll just come back and pick you up. Not even a big deal. And so they went to the mall and they, when we went to go pick them up, they had bought all these presents for everybody, for me, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, my kid. Like, it was like, oh my God, (laughs) like, I just met you. Like, this is crazy. But it just showed how much gratitude that they had for me and for my family and especially for my mom because I remember he gave you an extremely nice a nice necklace because um he he's he's he very much values um mothers and women and he just really wanted to show you that it was very sweet that's the Chinese culture yeah the matriarch is everything and so he just kind of put that culture over here and yeah I do recall asking him a question um when we were at lunch and I said what drew you to Kennedy and made you want to use, you know, get that relationship going. And one of the things he said was because of you. And it was, it wasn't like I did such a great job with you. That wasn't it. It was, she had a support system. You had already done the surrogacy Ellen. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like that was a really good fit for him. Cause this mm-hmm. was all new to him too. Yeah. No. He yeah. Was very, he was very transparent. Just like, just very on the table. Man, I'm transparent. What do you want to call that? Yeah. See it. You could see through him. Like he was just yeah. laid it all out there and he just told you whatever he wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. he's a very, he's very honest and down to earth. And I just, I love them very much. And so and we would talk, we wouldn't talk every day. We both had lives, you know, we all had lives. Um, I actually ended up talking to um, the English man more so then the Chinese man, just because we got along really great and we were just, I th- we're closer in age. <laughs> so, but. Um, and also the, the the main intended dad, he had his own company and he was yeah. just so stressful. And the time that the baby was going to be born was like the most stressful time for his company. Like it yeah. couldn't have happened at a worse time. <laughs> no, yeah. it was like, just like a snip, like, yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second, but yeah. So then as, you know, as time went on, um, we would, we, I don't even think we FaceTimed or anything. We would just like, I would just send them pictures and videos and we would talk, um, twice, maybe three times a month, something like that. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a lot. Um, uh, it was enough for them and it was enough for me. I, you know, whatever they, they wanted needed. And so then they came back, uh, a week before she was due one week. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, what if I go early? Only one of them came. The other one was right. stuck in China for a little bit. So there was yeah. a little tension so, there. Like, so ah! yeah. So the, so the English man, he came, uh, one week before my due date and then the biological dad. So the, um, the Chinese man, he had to stay back like three extra days. So he only got here like four days before her due date. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And um, when they did get, when he, when he got here, he, uh, we all, we all went to get Thai food because they had introduced it to me. And I was like, I want Thai food. <laughs> like, that's all I've been craving with your baby. And he was so excited to hear that. And I was just like, I love Thai food. So they took me out to get Thai food. And we met some of their friends who had, um, who was another set of gay male couple. And um, they had gone through surrogacy and we met their kids. And it was a very nice time. My, my family went and it was very sweet. And then um, she was late. <laughs> she was three days late. And so I went in and I was like, so what's going on? And he's like, well, I might have to induce you. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> 
so um you know just a little jump a little jump there and then um I don't know comes three days after her due date because she was supposed to be born December 12th and she was born December 15th so you know I go into labor and I text them and I'm like hey so looks like she's deciding to come now and they're like oh my gosh okay well we'll be there soon I was like okay they were staying in Long Beach or whatever and they were like out either shopping or at the bank I think they were at the bank and they got there but they took you know I'm they were like well we're just gonna finish up here and we'll come and I was like okay (laughs) like they weren't missing anything but it was just they were just so casual but then when they got there like the stress I think the reality of it hit and they just got a little bit more antsy and a little bit more stressed and that was also the same day that um so the one who who owns the business the Chinese man he owns um he, he works with students basically and so it was like that was the day that all his students were finding out oh am I getting into these elite schools you know around the world and that was the day that that was happening so I'm over here you know laboring and he's over there like did my kids make it like what's going on like the poor guy was going through so much I was just like this is a really big day for you (laughs) poor guy but um yeah so and then she um and then they were like okay and it was time you know have her and they were like okay like what do we do and they like stayed far away and I was like you guys like this is your like it's fine like wherever you want to see and they were like okay okay like are you good I was like yeah I'm fine (laughs) like it's totally fine like you're fine and so as soon as she was born I just remember they looked at me and they were just like oh my gosh but they just started crying and like but they also turned so white that I thought they were going to pass out but at that moment it was like it's just this undescribable just feeling that you have as a surrogate because it's just like oh my gosh like look at your pure joy and happiness And like, even though you're about to pass out because of this overwhelming moment, (laughs) but it was just, it was just serene. It was just, it was at that moment I was addicted. I was like, oh my gosh, that is the greatest feeling in the entire world. This, I love you people. Like, (laughs) I love you people forever. And, you know, then they got to hold their baby and they did skin to skin. And then they were like, okay, the nanny's coming. I was like, I'm sorry, the what's coming? (laughs) And they're like, she's on her way. And like, okay. The baby was just born 20 minutes ago, you guys. And they were like, no, 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 she's coming. That's hilarious. And then long and behold, there, there she goes. She's coming up the stairs. And, oh, hi. How are you? And she's like, hi. And she just like went straight to the baby. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then they were like, do you want to hold her? And I was like, I'm okay for right now. I'm just really hungry. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, um, and then our rooms were right next to each other. Like literally we shared a wall and uh the English man he's so I loved him and he was just like can I come over because like I don't want to be around the nanny anymore and I was like yeah you can come over so I brought the baby and we hung out for like four hours and my mom came and my brother and my sister-in-law came and um it was really sweet and it was just I was just like oh my gosh I want to keep doing this like this is this is how it should be and then you know um three mm, yeah three days no it was after Christmas because they stayed for a whole month. Yeah. They stayed for a whole month. Um, because they, they had to get, yeah. sorry, they had to get, um, passports, birth certificates yeah. to be able to travel. Yeah. 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 And so, um, then, uh, 
they didn't stay too far from us. They stayed about 20, 30 minutes from us. And uh, they said, hey, do you like want to go out and get a bite to eat? And I was like, oh, okay. So I, uh, I think it was my whole family. I think all of you guys came. Yeah, we went um, to where they were staying and they left the baby with the nanny and we all went out and we had dinner and it was so sweet. And, um, we went to go get sushi. Cause they knew I was craving sushi. Cause I couldn't have sushi. And they're like, we're going, we're going to a really nice sushi place. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. And, um, they just like the sweetest, sweetest people. I know I keep saying it, but just like, I've never met somebody they that's, were. they just genuinely sweet. Like I love them and I want to have all their babies for them. And right now they're having a baby with somebody else and I'm kind of sad about it, but it's okay. <laughs> You're sad about it, but you weren't available at the time they wanted to do it. So you were their first choice. Oh, no, I was. They, yeah. So they, they asked me when I was pregnant with my last surrogate baby, but they didn't know that. Um, cause it's not like I'm just going to message them and be like, Hey, by the way, having a surrogate baby for somebody else. But, um, they were like, Hey, we're thinking about having another baby. And actually they had told me this two years ago so in 20 2018 well I guess three years ago now so in 2018 they had told me hey we want to have another baby and I was like oh my god let's do it and then we got into it and it didn't work out um but it's not like we did a transfer or anything like that it's just our timelines didn't match up they were they were having second thoughts about it um so then I went with my second uh surrogate couple and then I went to my third surrogate couple and they had messaged me and said, Hey, we're doing it. We want you. Would you do it? And I was like two months away from having this third baby. And I was like, Oh, I need like a year <laughs> to just, to just not be pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course they were like, okay, we, we totally get it. We're really, you know, we, we, we're sad that the timing didn't match up, but we love you. And we, we would love it. Um, we would have loved it to been you. And then I messaged them after I had this baby and they were like, we already went with somebody and she's pregnant. And I was like, oh my God, that was really quick. (laughs) But, um, so yeah. So if they have a third one, which they're thinking about doing, they want me. And I said, I will, I will drop anything I'm doing to do that for you guys. That's very sweet. Um, little fun fact about that couple and that surrogate baby, there's birthdays that are shared with my triplets. Yeah. So my actual triplets share the same birthday as. Well, I was going to say, we, we figured this out while in the delivery room, because we were all talking and it was just, it was just bizarre. Yeah. So the triplets share the same birthday, not year, obviously, but the same birthday as the intended parent of your first surrogacy Mm -hmm. and his baby daughter that was born in the month of December, um, shares the birthday of the triplets dad. It's just weird. So <laughs> trippy. It's so weird. weird. How many years apart? Um, oh, when was she born? 17? She was born in mm, 17. And they were born in 01. So 16 years possible. That's just so crazy. It is. It's weird. So it's what, 16 and a half years? Uh, they were born latter part of the year. So right about just 16. Yeah. Right. 
They were born in August. Oh, right? sorry. So yeah. They were almost, it's almost 17 It would have been June for the house. Oh. Got it. Oh, no, almost 16 years, I should say. Sorry. Yeah. Because 2000 and when were they born? 2002. Oh, no, they were born in 2002. I apologize. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's right. And 2017. I'm sorry. Because I did back to back. That's why. Um, but, so they were 15. Yeah, 15. Whatever. It was just a fun fact. Yeah, it was a fun fact. Wow, how crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was but, that's a very lightning story. The very, very, very happy story. I hope everyone who wants to become a surrogate has that type of experience. Yes. So my experience with my couple was great. My experience with my agency was horrible. Uh, and I'll just get into that really quick. When I was pregnant, I worked for a um very religious preschool, and therefore I did not spread the word that I was having a baby for a gay couple because my son went to that preschool and I wasn't sure if people would take out their retaliation on him, which they ended up doing um, because they ended up finding out somehow. And I reported it to my agency and they literally told me to quit. They were like, oh, well, your couple doesn't want you to work there. And I was like, oh, okay. And I wasn't comfortable talking to my couple at that time, like one-on-one being like, what do I do about work? Like, you know, like it, it was just like a weird situation. So my agency told me to quit and I was like, well, can I get like paid to like, how, how am I going to have an income? So basically I quit my job because I was now not just me, but also my son, we were being, um, treated very differently he would come home with scratches on his legs and I had really 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 good teacher friends who are like my best friends to this day being like oh we see what's going on and obviously we stop it but like you need to know because no one's telling you because I got demoted um for no reason and they had me lifting things over 40 pounds right after I had a transfer and they knew I had a transfer and I had people walking by me that were nice people. And they were like, why are they making you lift this? And it's like, I don't know, but they are. And then what am I supposed to do? And they're like, no, that's not okay. And I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like they're taking their aggression out on me. Cause I've decided to help a gay couple. I, I don't know what to tell you. And so it just became so overwhelming and so stressed out. And I just had so much anxiety going to work every single day. And it was just a really not a good environment for me or my son. So I made the decision to quit. And luckily I had support from my parents, but um, I just ended up, I wouldn't say wasting my, you know, my, uh, my surrogate money. But kind of that's how I lived for a good year and a half was just off that. So luckily I was able to live with you guys, but yeah. Right. And people are going to probably go, well, how come you guys didn't um, sue your employer and, you know, a hostile work environment and this and that. California law, a lot of people may not know it and I'm not going to go into all the law stuff, but churches are private entities they pretty much can do what they want they can hire who they want they can fire who they want they it's not really regulated by the governing bodies of the state so I just kind of wanted to put that out there because you actually did look into that and it yeah. wasn't it wasn't something that was going to be anything that we could pursue for you so not even just pursue just like well I mean I'm sure I could have tried but like 
the amount of money it would have been more than I had at the time and still have because it's just it just it was just a battle but I also have to I also look back at it and I'm like that is time that I will I'm so happy that I had with my son because I ended up getting Disneyland passes and we go to Disneyland four times a week like and and he has those memories to this day like I was I was at home with him for a good year and a half and we uh, like our bond and our relationship just blossomed from there and so I'm I'm grateful for the time that I had with him I'm sad with how the agency handled it and then they called me six weeks after I had the baby to check up on me and when I had a conversation with them they were like so did you have any feedback and I was like yeah I have a lot of feedback and she whoever I talked to was a giant you know what and I was just like, well, you guys told me to quit. You want the email? And she's like, no, I don't need the email. I was like, right. Because like, I could take that and I could like go after you, but I'm too, I don't want to, I don't want to do it, whatever. But um, yeah, so I didn't really like them. They were a sketchy agency, but didn't read that in the reviews. <laughs> Did you write them and put it in the reviews? Yes. For someone else who's coming behind you to kind of look and see, oh, wait oh, yeah. a minute, this gal didn't have a Well, up. so, because they were like, well, you can't say anything negative about us. And I was like, how do people put reviews on you then? Like, of course I can say something negative about you. Like, it's allowed. Come sue me. <laughs> you can't. Because I'm allowed to give my personal opinion on you. Correct. You're allowed to give the personal opinion. You can't slander someone, but you can give your personal opinion on what you experience that's correct right exactly so and that's what I did so yeah but other than that now to this day I still talk to my couple obviously um she's about to turn four four five four four four. 17 yeah she's about to turn four crazy oh my gosh and she's so cute it's very precious and what is she having a brother or sister I don't know Oh, that's interesting. That'll be fun because they're going to come out for that birth, right? They are. So they're coming out in February and they want to come see my house and we're going to meet up and I get to meet her like as like a human, like a talking human. Yeah, that's really cool. It'd be so cool. I'm so excited. It'd be interesting to see what she knows of you. I know she knows of you, but how she interprets it with a three or four year old mind, you know? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. And like, so they were asking um when she, you know when she was born like what does um like wh- I, we don't know what to call you and I was like and my mom threw out there well you know the the triplets they referred to me as their California mom and so that kind of stuck and so in my name on our little WeChat or whatever is California mom and I was like oh hey guys <laughs> oh that's too cute I didn't know that part yeah I didn't know that that's what you guys did that's adorable yeah so I'm and sure how- that that's I'm sure that's how they refer me to her is like, that's California mom. <laughs> yeah. And, and how cool is it going to be for your six-year-old to your six-year-old son to play with yeah. your four-year-old surrogate baby? That's, that's going to be a trip. Cause that technically could like be his sister if it like wasn't a surrogate baby, which is just like so weird, but they'll actually play. They'll have some common yeah. interests. I mean, cause that's super close age. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be really cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. So next episode, are we talking about our second? Yeah. So next episode, you guys get to hear about Ellen's second journey, which is the triplets. Triplets. Woo. Buckle up. It's a ride. (laughs)
<laughs> That'll be so fun. I'm, I'm interested. It's interesting. Um, the dad, the main or the, the biological dad, the one that they use the sperm from for the triplets, uh, his birthday is coming up. He's going to be 50 in December. Oh, no way. Oh, the, this, yeah. And, right. The same day that my baby, right, was I was contacted and asked to do a video wishing him happy birthday and things. So I'm almost done with it. I'm doing a poem to that twas the night before. And it's twas the night before the transfer. Oh God. (laughs) So it all kind of goes that way um, up until their birth. And yeah. How cute. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I have to sit down a video and talk and I don't like to do that to begin with right now. You just hear my voice um, on these podcasts, but to actually videotape yourself saying something and wishing somebody like good wishes and it's just weird to me so if I have something to read and I can be like in character I'm gonna wear a Santa hat and stuff um I'm gonna do it that way mm-hmm. you're gonna wear a Santa hat I think so I'm thinking about that yeah okay. I have little jester um elf like little shorts but I don't think anybody will see down that far no, so I just thought well, I mean unless you point it down that way yeah no I won't be pointing it down that way but I don't know we'll, we'll see about the hat mm-hmm why don't you just wear like little antlers we can talk about this after this for sure but that's just something cool all right so thanks for listening everyone to this episode of stop sit surrogate kennedy's first surrogate journey episode six and i think our next one will be up after thanksgiving so right yeah so have a after thanksgiving yeah so happy thanksgiving and i hope you all can see your family safely right and enjoy Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.